I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it is your mate Bags here. Sonia and I absolutely love putting this podcast together for you. Now, if you are loving what we are doing, we would love a bit of your help and it's absolutely free. If you listen to us on Apple, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the little plus button at the top of the app. Or if you listen to us on Spotify, hit the follow button. Now, this lets the apps know that you are loving what we are doing, which is so helpful for us. And also, if you can share this podcast with your friends, it helps us get the word out there. We're now heard in 740 cities around the world, which is absolutely wild. And don't forget, while you're there, make sure you follow our closed Facebook group as well. We feel like we are building a community and we want more people to come and join us. So thanks for listening. One, two, three, four. Coming up today, the cancellation of James Corden. This is Tied Up, a podcast where we discuss and dissect the biggest pop culture stories that have made an impact. My name is Simon Baggs. And I'm Sonia Jarshan. And Baggs, speaking of cancellation, you almost got cancelled yourself yesterday. You and I went down to Balmoral Beach to have lunch. And uh, when we were in the restaurant... We were sitting at this like shared table Mm. and these three really hot chicks were sitting on the side and Mm. we were kind of on one corner, they were on the other corner and there was an empty glass of wine Mm. and you and I were getting very passionate in our discussion and your arms like flinged in the air. Well, I'm like an Italian. When I'm talking, (laughs) my hands move with my words and I was trying to gesture to show you like this exciting moment, right? And then as I gestured... I just didn't smash their glass Boop. off the table. Right off the table. I felt so bad. Smashed onto their I saw their your feet. face and you looked embarrassed, right? And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, it was, I think because they gave us, like, Balmoral is quite a fancy yeah, suburb. And, yeah. like, we ain't fancy. Nah, mate, <laughs> so, we're not fancy at all. You know, when the glass smashed, they gave me the you. filthiest look But ever. I smashed it. Yeah, but you kind of had your back to them a bit. So they didn't see you. They just directed the hate towards me. And I was, like, a bit embarrassed, but also a bit like fucking why are you give me the dirty look i didn't do anything but i was fumbling i was like oh god i'm so sorry guys i just i should have got you another wine like what do you want yeah like, you did the right thing and also so I, I went up to get them another wine yeah you went up to get them a wine but i was like no no that was empty they <laughs> <laughs> so like, were about to get a free wine yeah and i think they got the shits because i was like don't worry about it darling it was empty get over it i think i uh i think i'm gonna pissed. be cancelled yeah you're getting cancelled oh, but they were pissed because uh, i kind of stopped ruined their free bit of wine there <laughs> yeah. well sorry to those ladies uh, sorry, if girls. you're now listening to the podcast love you love you <laughs> yeah. please don't cancel us all right what are we tied up with this week the cancelling of james corden so it looks like one of our 2023 predictions could be coming true so james corden recently appeared on drew barrymore's talk show where he discussed the actual reason behind his show's cancellation. What's interesting about this is if you go back to episode 14, which is titled 2023 Pop Culture Predictions, 
you'll actually hear the moment where you and I predict this downfall. So I just found the timing of this uh, interview with Drew Barrymore quite interesting. Let's do a deep dive into why his reputation was actually his greatest decline. Okay, so it's no secret that James Corden had a really rough 2022 with the big joke scandal. Do you remember this? So he actually stole Ricky Gervais's joke and there was another UK comedian who's from the Mighty Boosh who James got called out for stealing the exact jokes verbatim. So one of the jokes was from a Netflix special. The other was from a stand-up show live performance, which was also appeared on like YouTube and stuff. This wasn't James's fault. Like a joke ripoff is just not James's fault. Well, in fault. the comedy world, right, stealing a joke, it's like a no-no. You oh, do yeah. not do that, right? Um, with these talk shows, usually there's a team of writers on the show. So it's not just up to James to come up with the joke That's every right. night, right? Because yeah. it's a lot of pressure. And usually these shows are recorded at like 3.30 in the afternoon. Exactly. And then they air at 10 o'clock that and, night. And James... James isn't doing research on a joke that's written for sure. him. He's just going, yes, I like this joke. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. So the I think the writers really set him up for failure here. And Well, I- sure, but also... In a rehearsal, yeah. James would have read through the jokes. Yes, that's right? true. And so he would be across each joke that he was going to perform that night. So yeah. he would have had an idea that he was going to perform that joke. Maybe he didn't know, though, that someone else had performed A- 100% it before. he would not have known that that was Ricky's joke. And he literally reads it verbatim. There's so many videos of this online that you guys can check out. Where they out. compare it. Exactly. We're not going to dig deep into that today because it's already been covered. If you don't know about it, mate, Google it. <laughs> yeah, Google it, guys. Um, The other big scandal of 2022 is, of course, the restaurant banding, which we are going to dig deep into a little later. But what you might not know about James is that his whole career, his reputation's been questioned the entire time. It seems that the foundation for James' great decline was that when fans noticed he was a completely different person when he wasn't on camera. Yeah. This is big, right? Like, if you're going to be on TV, be the person that you are these days. Exactly. Don't fake it. Like, you can't fake it. And people really called him out for this. Now, if you don't know much about James, he's known as the bubbly, friendly talk show guy that's got a talent for singing. His most popular segment would have to be the carpool karaoke. Yeah, I love carpool karaoke. And he had so many big stars do that with him. Yeah, Harry Styles, Adele. Justin Bieber. Jennifer Lopez. Cardi B. Yes. There is a mountain of evidence that would suggest that James put on a front and that he was polite and friendly on the camera and bubbling along with the star. But according to reports, James... James' rude nature started to develop after he shot to stardom for winning the BAFTA for best comedy performance in the TV show Gavin and Stacey, which is really what launched him, right? That's right. And it's a really funny show. If you haven't seen it, it was massive in the mm. UK. Like, I don't think it got too big here in Australia. Yeah. But, like, that was kind of a bit sitcom and he wrote it, starred in it. So it was a big deal for James. So after this amazing win, James himself kind of owns up to the fact that his ego is starting to grow. Yeah. The fame is starting to go to his head a little bit. Uh, he says this in an interview in 2012 when he's speaking to Christy Young on BBC, and he said that he had swagger in his walk. Take a listen. It's a strange thing when when you go through those periods of where you can really do no wrong, and you can either take it all with a bag of salt, or you can start to think you're perhaps a bit more of a dude than you really are. And, and that very much happened to me. You know, I had a swagger in my walk. A bit more of a dude than you really are. So mm. he's owning it. He's being like, 
look, I fucking killed it in this show. Yeah. I've had great success. Mm. But, yeah, it, it went to his head. And it's also the people that surround these people, right? That's They that's build so them up, like their manager yeah. or their agent or whoever is around them because they're making money off them. So they yeah. want them to stay focused on what they're doing. Correct. And we need to point out here, Bags, that James is in his 20s at this time. So, I mean, he's young. What kid in their 20s doesn't have too much of an ego, exactly. right? Exactly. And, I mean, he's gonna he's at the top of his game in his early 20s. So it's, it's a pretty crazy period for him to go through. And what we should point out is that he acknowledges some of the bad decisions during this time. There's a bunch of articles and press around James's ego and the way he treated people within the industry. And it's from this bad behavior bags that, people in the industry started to expose his bad behavior. And in 2010, he did an interview with Digital Spy where he said, it got so bad, I was being rude to my agent. If I was in company and the conversation wasn't revolving around me, I would just switch off. Wow. So like wild that he's saying like, if this conversation isn't about me, I'm not fucking interested. Not interested, guys. Yeah, like who's making me money and more famous? That's kind of how I read it. And I mean, these are his own words. So he's owning up to it. And he does say that his behavior was pretty shocking. And if he's owning up to it, you can imagine that there's people that are angry about the way that he treated them. Yeah, and even his co-hosts on Gavin and Stacey came out to say, like he was partying hard like what the fuck are you doing James like calm down sort of mm. thing back in the day I guess a lot of this behavior would have been protected yeah for right? sure. so if there was something like this going on behind the scenes there would have been people like kind of squashing it I'm not comparing him to anything that's happened in the TV show bombshell but there's a great example in that show yeah where when something's going bad like if there's someone in power and mm. something is going bad between like you know someone comes and complains and says hey I didn't like the way that this happened this scenario this is how i was treated comfortable or whatever yeah what would happen back in the day is that that person would get a promotion and moved away from that person it's so true or just disappears like redundancy sorry when i said promotion i put it in in which you probably couldn't see which was basically (laughs) just oh we're gonna now move you to this new department absolutely you have nothing to do with this star exactly like get them out of that star's way that happened way more often than we would have ever known and it's only just starting to all come out now isn't it now james did go on to seek help for his behavior at the time seeing a therapist for 18 months however this didn't seem to stop the bad behavior in an interview on a show called the cultural life on bbc radio 4 this happened september 2022 so this was recent james made press everywhere and he was quoted for saying i had to bully my way to the top now i found the original audio from this interview and i feel like james was highly misquoted when you hear this not out of context i think you're going to feel sorry for all the press that he got like saying i bullied my way to the top is not what happened in the actual interview and just for some context james is referring to filmmaker shane meadows and how he learned that being aggressive in his approach was really the only way to get things done yeah i guess what i learned from him is you're gonna have to bully your way through this you're gonna can do attitude you're gonna have to sort of get people to budge up to sit at the table if that's what you want to do it isn't going to be just presented to you well, you know what? That's a great example as to the written word versus right. the spoken word because you can hear the tone in his voice, which is he's kind of just explaining, hey, look, 
this is what you have to do at this time. Totally. If you want something done, you get up and you do it. Mm. And bullying, I think, was the wrong word to use. Mm. I think if he had said, I had an aggressive approach. Or drive, I I need a drive to get there, passion. He would not have been misquoted. But for the papers to just flat out say, I had to bully my way to the top. Looks bad. He didn't say that. So Mm. that's pretty fucked, I think, Mm. and a pretty bad uh, representation of what actually went down in the interview. So James obviously had some... Something going on behind the scenes in that mistreatment seemed to be following him everywhere. Now, we're going to flash back to the Glamour Awards in 2010, where James and actor Sir Patrick Stewart, best known as Professor X in the X-Men, got into a heated argument on stage. This is pretty full on, right? Patrick was clearly unimpressed with James when he called him out when he accepted his award. Take a listen to this. I want to speak to James here. It is. It's James, isn't it? When the presenters are up here and when the recipients are receiving their awards, don't stand at the back of the stage with your hands in your pockets, looking around as though you wished you were anywhere but here. Oh, you couldn't be more wrong, sir. You couldn't be more wrong. Oh, genuinely. And if it looked like that, I'm so sorry. But when you come up and present an award, just get on with it. There we go. (laughs) Wow. This footage is so intense to watch Mm. because James has his arms crossed behind Sir Patrick Stewart and I don't know what happened. I just feel like something happened maybe backstage. 100%. You know know that they already don't like each other. There's something that's gone on. It was Mm. weird. And James gets so angry. You can see it in his face. Well, because he's out of control in this moment because he knows exactly what Sir Patrick is doing, which is basically exposing him on the stage, right? And usually when you expose... I'm going to say bully. Yes. But I'm not saying James is bully, but usually if you expose a bully, their reaction is totally. Yes, they don't know what to do. And so therefore that's why you're seeing him quite red. and Exactly. He's so red and it honestly looks like he's about to punch him. Like it's full on. It doesn't stop their bags because Patrick now goes on to fat shame James while he's accepting this award. And you can clearly see in James's face the temper rising in him he gets right up in sir patrick's face it almost looks like he's going to punch him and here's the fat shaming audio from where i was sitting i can see your belly sorry i'm waiting for the punchline go on no seriously go on okay no um, go on you can see my belly and we can all see you dying right now let's go for it here we go (laughs) whoa it's so awkward. Yeah. Kind of all comes to an end and then the, the next person who accepts an award comes on stage and you can see James and Sir Patrick in the background bickering to each other. The thing with this, for the audience, it's not a pleasant experience. No. When a comedian gets on stage like Ricky Gervais and is you know smacking the audience around at the mm. award shows... It is funny. It's great right? to watch. because of, And it's also good for the audience because they're all like, ooh, what's going to happen and here? And in this right? scenario, the audience is on James's side because they're booing Sir Patrick. They're going, come on, just get on with it. Totally. Dude. It's not keep giving us more of this funny entertainment. That's it's like, right. this is weird to watch. Totally. Move on. Exactly. And you feel it, man. To be in that room would have been so Awkward. Now let's skip ahead to some fan interactions because basically at this point all we know is that uh, industry people are speaking badly about James's bad behaviour. In 2019, James did an Ask Me Anything type segment on Reddit about his segment Carpool Karaoke. He got absolutely slammed in the yes, comments. He did. 
Here are three of the most brutal comments. All right, here's the first one. You won't remember me, but me and my friends sat at a table next to you and Harry Styles. We didn't bother you, but you were a massively entitled cunt who yelled and treated the wait staff like shit. And when one of my party politely suggested you calm down, you got aggressive and threatening in a chubby way like a boozy panda. <laughs> What a comment, a boozy panda. <laughs> Far out the fat shaming, poor James. Here's comment number two. I went to James Corden's live recording a while back. He had nearly zero interaction with the audience before and after the show, and he was on his phone the entire time during the commercial breaks. I guess that's his prerogative. Extremely disappointing. It would be disappointing if you've paid money to go and see this show mm. and you get nothing from the host. It totally. would be so awkward. Well, I mean, usually these commercial breaks go for about four minutes, which is a long time just to be sitting yeah. there. And most of the time what's happening on those talk shows is that the executive producer, the senior producers are talking to the host. Yes. And usually there's an audience person who's Someone's like clapping still, yeah. and throwing lollies around and all that kind and of thing. And making it exciting for the audience. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the time the hosts will get involved because they're already kind of prepped on the next segment. And usually that last 30 seconds where they're coming back from commercial break, it's kind of like everyone's sitting there quietly and that's usually when the host is like, everyone having a good time? Totally. Right? And then there's someone saying, 20 seconds, yeah. 10 seconds. And like, that's his moment to kind of connect. Absolutely. All right. And here's our third comment. Really brutal. James Corden is a massive dick in person. I saw a league of their own filming. He threw massive tantrums over minor things at production staff with him being incredibly rude to them. So this is from a actual mm. fan who's seen him mistreating staff on a set. The comments went on and on. The thread had thousands of comments and James only answered three in that AMA before calling it quits. So that just goes to show that he had no questions on that AMA. What I love is that he would have opened that up, yeah. been all like, ask me anything, guys. Super innocently. Yeah. And then started reading the comments, but in his mind obviously just skipping over them because he wouldn't want to read those out, right? Absolutely. And then as he's realising this is really not working anymore. Yeah, it's all written. It's yeah. almost like its own Twitter thing, you yeah. know? So if you're reading all these horrific things about yourself... This is not good, guys. <laughs> you would feel so shit. Okay, so things from here get worse for poor James, and that is career-wise. People seem to really hate the work he was doing outside of his talk show. And a petition requesting that James not be cast in the Wicked film gained close to 110,000 signatures. That's massive. Mm. And after Friends announced that James Corden will be hosting the reunion show, he received a plethora of negative comments on Twitter with one Friends fan writing, James Corden adding the Friends reunion to the list of things he's ruined with his mere presence. Fuck, that's brutal. And Friends fans are very passionate. Well, it's not really the focus of that, right? No. I mean, we're all there to see the cast of Friends. For him to even be mentioned really is not it's necessary, weird. It's right? It's bizarre, but people really hated him at this point. And we haven't even got to cats yet, mate. Oh, mate, can people fucking hate cats? <laughs> Are we even talking about cats? No, I didn't. Do, I that's didn't, just forget yeah. about cats, guys. Because oh, cats was just shit. That's a really good point, Bags, because we should point out that James even admitted he refused to watch it after all those negative comments. That like, was a mess. He didn't even watch himself in his own movie. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. What's it like? Mate, just, okay, when you're walking out of a cinema and other people are walking out with you, not a good time. Wow, like yeah. during the actual film you yeah. walked out. You know, I mean, everyone's walked out of a film at of some course, point, right? We've yeah. all seen a shitty film. Like when, yeah, when half of the audience so are moving bad. out, well, yeah. 
<laughs> You've had a stroke. Yeah. Right. Was it because James was CGI'd into like some fucking weird ass cat? Cat face with the, yeah, it's just like, what the so fuck dumb. am I watching here? How do I pay $25 for this ticket? Now, on the 29th of April, 2022, James Corden announced that 2023 will be his last year on the Late Late Show. Yeah. This now brings us to the infamous restaurant banning. Oh, I love this story. On October 18 of 2022, Balthazar restaurant owner Keith McNally publicly banned James from returning to his establishment. He posted a lengthy Instagram caption calling James a tiny cretin of a man (laughs) and dubbed him the most abusive customer ever. Wow, what a claim. And we should point out at this stage, the way the Instagram post was, it's an image of James, but the caption was massive and it was kind of outlined like incident one, incident two. Well, he made claims that James demanded a free round of drinks after finding a hair in his food. (laughs) There was a second incident where James returned his wife's order to the kitchen after an omelette had egg whites in it, which was supposed to contain only yolk. That's so ridiculous. Usually people only want egg whites, right? Like Because they're trying to do some health kick. The meal was remade and accidentally returned with fries instead of salad. And according to Keith James, he lost his shit and started yelling at the staff. Wow. So all over an order, the kitchen got the side wrong. Like, who cares? Just eat it. Like, I don't eat the understand fries. why you would yell at the staff for that. Yeah. Also. Free drinks, right? Yeah. When you're as rich as James. Like, come like, on, man. Is that going to fix your day? Yeah. I want a free bourbon and coke, mate. It's fucking dumb. And like, give us a free round for the table. But when you're that rich, it's almost like you're punishing the restaurant. That's true. And he would have been just using his power, don't you think? Fuck you. You put a hair in my food. Run along and get us a whole round of drinks. You know, Mm. like at any moment, your own hair could fall out into the plate. Also, don't you feel like when you're at a restaurant... Mm. I hate complaining. I never want to complain about the meal Mm. because they take it back to the kitchen. They do weird shit. They would do weird shit. They finger the shit out of your mashed potato. Yep. Someone's putting their ball sack on there for sure. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) My wife will definitely send things back. Does and she? I love my wife and I'll always support every decision she makes. Sure. Right? Or most of them anyway. And so when I'm sitting there at the table with her, I do kind of shrink into my chair when she's yeah. going them. Um, I'm with you. And, and usually she's got, like, she's in the right. Yeah, she's if got she's a valid going, point. Like, she's got a valid point. Yeah. Something went wrong. She ordered an oat latte and they put cow milk in there or whatever it is, yes. right? And I'm like, I get it. But I know that you can drink this. Yeah. Right? So can't you just Just get on. I know. But she won't, right? And I, I understand but at the same time, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, why do we have to go Nah, through? I'm with you. Everyone's looking at me. Yeah, it's awkward as shit. And I always feel horrible for the wait staff because they're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, can you mm. just eat it or just drink the thing? Yeah. But I get it. You, If you ordered it, you're paying for it. You want the right thing. So it kind of makes sense. It's just the style in which you do it, right? Exactly. As long as you're doing it respectfully, I think it's fine. But if you're demanding shit and, you know, waving your arms in the air... And lording your power over people, that's when it's fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. So on October 26th of 2022, James Corden finally addresses these restaurant claims on his talk show. He issues an apology and this is where we get to hear his side of the events. Take a listen. Look, when you make a mistake, you've got to take responsibility. So I thought I would share with you what happened. So a couple of weeks ago we went for breakfast at one of my absolute favorite restaurants it's a place called balthazar and i genuinely i love it there i love the food the vibe the service if i lived in new york i'd go every day 
we ordered and my wife explained that she has a, a serious food allergy. So when everybody's meals came, my wife was given the food that she was allergic to. No worries, we sent it back. As her meal came wrong to the table the third time, I made a sarcastic, rude comment about cooking it myself. And it is a comment I deeply regret. But here's the truth of it, right? Because I didn't call anyone names or use derogatory language, I've been walking around thinking that I hadn't done anything wrong. So last Monday, the owner of the restaurant had heard what happened. He Instagrammed that I was banned, right? So when I read this post, I called him straight away and I told him how upset I was. And we had a good talk. He appreciated the call and I felt like we dealt with it privately. I hope I'm allowed in again one day. So when I'm back in New York, I can go there and apologize in person, which is something I will absolutely do. We'll be right back with more of The Late Late Show. All right, so he kind of owns up to it. Maybe he didn't know that he had offended anybody. I would have sent it back too if I had an allergy. You know perfectly well what's going on here. 100%. This is damage control. Oh, And so you know that there have been meetings and meetings and meetings before he's done this apology. And they've thought, okay, hang on, we need to explain this. Yeah. I feel like there's been a room of people and someone's gone, Food allergies, guys. Let's do go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Don't you feel like what, just... what is his wife allergic to egg whites? Is that... <laughs> like, fuck me, mate. Because we know the the dish only had yolk. Or fries. Come on. Are man. you allergic to fr- who's allergic to potato? <laughs> Come on, like that's ridiculous. You're so right, bags. Like there would have been some serious damage, damage control. control. And, and you're right in terms of the timeline because the ban comes out early October. Then James doesn't address it till the end of October. So definitely there's weeks that pass between here until he addresses. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is it. All right, so James calls the owner of the restaurant and the owner of the restaurant actually lifts the ban. Yes. So it's all good it's now. All he can good go now. back to the restaurant. Look, and his apology, you kind of go, all right. It seems genuine. Look, he did the right thing. He called the owner. He explained his point and he said sorry. And he says as, as well in that audio, if, when he goes back to the restaurant, he will address the staff face-to-face and apologize to them. I feel like James is the kind of guy that will do that. Yeah, for sure. He's not going to say he's going to do something like that. He's too high profile not to address it. Mm. Like, if he says he's going to do it, he should do it. Mm. So this now brings us to the current year, 2023. James appears on Drew Barrymore's talk show and discusses in depth the reason why he is leaving the Late Late Show. He details a conversation that he had with his son and he gets very emotional. Take a listen. Look, it has. it's not easy in any way to to walk away from something that is so i mean i'll i'll never work in a better environment than the one i work in now when i was shooting the show mammals and one day uh i was filming on a sunday and i came downstairs it was about 6 a.m and my son who was 10 at the time was sat on the stairs and he said are you working today and I said, I am. And he said, I thought, but it's Sunday. And I said, I know, buddy. And uh, his face just kind of dropped. And I got in the car and uh, I called my wife, Jules, and I said, I've realised, best case scenario, we have six more summers 
where Max is like, even remotely wants to be around us. And I cannot waste another one. And that is really all it comes down to. I will be a mess on that last show. I will cry my eyes out. Wow. Yeah. Now, what's really interesting here is that these two, Mm. James Corden and Drew Barrymore, their shows are on the same network, right? Yeah, oh, good point, Bags, yes. So you know that the only reason that this is happening is because the network is also in damage control. Absolutely. And they know that they can go to Drew and say, hey, we need your help here. We need this. Let's, we need to show him in a really positive light. Mm. And I kind of took this interview, Bags, bring it back to our prediction, that although we know the show is wrapping in this year, I think it's going to wrap up a hell of a lot earlier now because of what James is saying. He's setting the audience up so that we don't feel like when the show's ripped away from us early that it was a shock. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, although the show's going to end, say, mid-year, I think that's when they usually wrap up in America. In summer. Yeah, yeah May, May 29 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I have this feeling that maybe April we're going to hear... Network's gone, fuck this, no more more James. It's causing us too much drama. Exactly. And they just feel like there's going to be more that comes out about James. There just has to be. Like, look at his history here. You know, like the bad behavior keeps biting him in the ass. I'm not in favor of cancel culture, as you know. Not at all, right? Neither am I. I I feel like it makes it extremely hard for comedians to do their art. It's bad what he's done. Yes. I just don't think it's at the level... That we need to cancel him. Like, fuck. I know. And this is someone's Who livelihood. Who well, it's, it's not even about the life. I don't really care about how much money that guy has. He's got enough money. Yeah. That's a show that people love. Yes. Regardless. It's a great entertainment show. Like, and so now we won't ever get to see it. It's just, how far does cancel culture go? All right, so that's gone. Now that's gone. This is gone. That's yeah. gone. What's left, guys? And, and what, we can can't, we, what can we do? We can't say anything anymore. And it's making things really difficult. Mm. Like, 2023 will be difficult to navigate because I, I think a lot of stars are just watching so much of what they say and do. Mm. Or, I've got an idea for you, James. Start a podcast, mate. Boop. You can do what you like over here, mate. This <laughs> yeah. is like bloody pirate radio. <laughs> it actually is. Free range, guys. At the moment, the it internet feels, is free. It feels like this is the only platform where you can actually kind of do and say, oh, yeah, to an extent, do and say what you would like. Okay, so do you think this is not necessarily a tearing down of the people, mm. as in Ellen DeGeneres, James Corden? Yeah. Is it more of a tearing down of the old establishments? Yeah. And so the people are going after the old establishments like you know your networks your tv networks okay they're on that tv telling you what to do right so therefore these talent are going to have to move to other mediums for sure because i don't i highly doubt that james will just disappear he won't he's far too talented for that the talent doesn't go away the funniness doesn't go away yeah and he is great at what he does so there will be another platform that will happily have him i just hope he doesn't go down the path of ellen with the knitting (laughs) <laughs> yeah, on that's YouTube, so fucking like, weird. <laughs> it's way really weird. Now she's showing her age, isn't she? I mean, she's sixty-five. She's the same age as my mum, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, but my mum's not knitting, you know. Like, yeah. it's like, come on, you still got twenty years before you even start to knit. Absolutely, and I do feel like James probably also feels like he wants to have a break. Like, if his kid is still quite young and he's missed a lot of moments, maybe he, there is a bit of truth in that. Like, he's not home a lot. He's traveling a lot. We didn't play this for you guys, but he is going to relocate and move to the UK. So he's leaving his LA life. 
behind. He'll be going to the UK um, and living closer to friends and family there. So I think he just needs a nice group of support around him right now because of all the things he's been through. And the pendulum always swings. And we're in this zone of cancel culture. Mm. But people are going to get sick of the fact that everything's getting cancelled. And Absolutely. so then we'll swing back and it'll go back towards like a – I don't know where it'll go back to, yeah. but it won't be at the heightened that level now. that it is at the moment. A- yeah. Absolutely. People just want to live. Yeah, and they want to be able to say things without being like fearful. Freedom of speech. Yeah. Okay, so that's everything we know about James so far. I think we both learned a lot from this episode, Bags. Like there were so many moments that you yeah. and I didn't know about with him. So do you like James now? Do you not like him? No. Where are you, Where's your head at? I love James. I'll I would never cancel him. Like Personally, I would never cancel offended. anyone, yeah. really. In but that if you sense. were one of the white staff. Oh, look, would you I'd be probably... happy that he was cancelled right now if you'd been treated badly by him? Oh, sure. Look, I probably would have been pissed off in the moment if that happened to me. But can you forgive? But I would forgive for sure. Absolutely. If he had come to you and said, hey, I'm really sorry, I fucked up. And also, we don't know what was happening to him that day. Maybe he was just having a shit day. But like, no excuse to take it out on someone that you don't know, right? Absolutely. So if he does go and apologise to the wait staff, that is awesome if he did do that. Mm. And like, like he did with his joke stealing thing, and like we said earlier, it probably was not his fault. He gets written these jokes and he wouldn't have known it was Ricky's joke. So These people that are cancelling people must be perfect. Yeah. yeah. They mustn't make any fucking mistake in their life. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. We're all human here. Like, let's not jump on the bandwagon and start screaming and carrying on. You said this. Well, you've got to hope that you never fuck up. Right. You've got to hope that you never fuck up. If you're going to judge people really hard, you've really got to make sure that you are on that perfect line for your entire 84 yeah. years that you're on the planet. Totally. All right, that is it for today. Uh, as always, we'd love it if you could give us a follow on Spotify or a subscribe on Apple and also a comment and a star yes, rating. please. That would be so good, guys. It really helps us. And you guys are DMing us and yeah. getting involved. It's really lovely to hear. Is there anyone that you feedback. want to give a shout-out to? Oh, my I'm God, Vicky you on, uh, in WA. How's she, Vicky going? She's the best. So she messaged us and she said that her You guys and I, are surfing at the same beach. Yeah, we got the same sense of humour humor, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, good love on you, Vicky. Vic. Yeah, thank you very much for listening and uh and if you guys do find us i know another person was listening to a jay shetty podcast yes and then they found us from that jay shetty podcast somehow so random which but is fucking awesome. random because he's massive yeah but yeah thank you very much we really appreciate you reaching out hey coming up next week we are going to be chatting all things prince harry and his new memoir spare the book's already been leaked so we are going to really break it down for you guys because oh, i don't know if this is a good thing for harry and megan only like, issue is i I can't read Spanish, mate. So <laughs> yeah. it's don't be- worry. It's been translated. <laughs> okay. We'll right. get there. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> All right. We will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.